The Ryan Tuberty Show on RTE Radio 1 with Elevon Merchant Services. Growing your business is easy peasy with us by your side. Good morning all, this is Ryan Tupperday with you this Friday morning. It's three minutes past nine. Uh, well, it's four minutes past nine now on the 22nd of April 2022. Good to have your company. It's that deceptive, sunny uh, outside. You know where you go, that's great. I'm going to wear a t-shirt and I'm going to leave the jumper on. And then you get in and go, Jesus, it's freezing. So it's, um, it's lovely, but it's not warm. Not now. Maybe later on, it'll be lovely. And they're promising a beautiful weekend ahead. So here's hoping. Um, a lot of people... We'll be going to see, um, obviously, Ed Sheeran in the next uh, few weeks. But uh, there's another whole bunch of people like myself who were kind of weaned in our kind of late teens and uh, into our 20s, 30s or thereabouts, I think, uh, by the uh, comedy of Alan Partridge. (laughs) If you haven't, um, if you you don't know who Alan Partridge is, I'd be surprised if you don't know who Alan Partridge is. But essentially, he's the comic creation of Steve Coogan who is uh, also essentially a mailman. Uh, he's been on with us on The Late Late Show a few times. A lovely fellow. Very, very funny. Very smart, of course. He would go on to do Philomena and win a whole heap of awards. He would have uh, starred in it and wrote it. And um, he is... Uh, there are many strings to his bow. Uh, but Alan Partridge is that creation that you kind of feel that even Steve Coogan kind of half hates him <laughs> and half needs him uh, and completely adores him. But... No matter what he does, every time Adam Partridge appears, it is hilarious. And given what, you know, what I do for a living, it's all the more funny because <laughs> you see moments watching him going. And we've discussed it here regularly where we say that, you know, such and such happened was what felt like a Partridge moment. Not personally, of course, but uh, it is just, it, it, is, it, it, it is extremely funny. I mean, the, here he is in full flow, he, Adam Partridge at work. The Irish are going through a major image change. I mean, the old image of leprechauns, shamrock, Guinness, yeah, yeah, yeah. horses running through council estates, <laughs> toothless simpletons, <laughs> people with eyebrows on their cheeks, <laughs> badly tarmacked drives in this country. Uh, men in platform shoes being arrested for bombings, <laughs> lots of rocks, and uh, Beamish. I, I, think, I think people are saying, yes, there's more to Ireland than this. Yeah. A good slogan for the tourist board. There's more to Ireland than this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, that, that, I think that's the, the beauty of Steve Coogan. He gets the Irish thing really well because he is as good as Irish himself. And... There's more to Ireland than this. That 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 uh, changing the th to a d is not many people get that. Americans don't don't get it. They they tend to do the Irish as kind of oh how are you doing, father? What's going on? Whereas that is really spot on. Anyway, uh, Alan Partridge, not Steve Coogan. Alan Partridge, played by Steve Coogan, uh, in uh, the Three Arena in Dublin tomorrow night and Sunday night. Um, that would be that will be a uh, hoot guaranteed. A um, few tickets available, I believe, uh, for tomorrow night. Um, and uh, yeah, may well see, I may well see you there. Could you handle it? Could I handle it? We'll see. Um, but it'll be great fun. No question about it. And uh, uh, w- worth revisiting him. Uh, but to see him live, even better. Uh, I mentioned the birds yesterday uh, and uh, the bird feeders the other day. And it, it, it's proven out, it's borne out by fact that, that uh, crows 
and ravens owe their world-dominating success to both their body shapes and their proportionately large brains. I've seen what they've done to bird feeders. They they have unscrewed, like, they don't need drill bits. They just, their beak can seem to unscrew things, bash things. They can get access to food whenever they want. They'll always survive. And the two species undertook a rapid expansion across the planet during their evolution, during which time they left other members of their group, the Corvidae, including jays, magpies and jackdaws, left them all behind. So crows and ravens are probably the smartest of them all. And we have, um, you know, long recognised them as intelligent birds, that they use tools, um, solve abstract problems. They can speak a volume of words and um, they're they're just diverse and smart. And and this has been uh, now, as I say, proven by academics um, around the world. The work that they've been looking at highlights the two key factors, crows and ravens, great flying ability, which allows them to gain access to new places more easily than other birds, and how their big bodies and big brains played an important role in helping them adapt and survive in the new climates they occupied. The birds. Um, amazing figures. Now, let me just um, make reference to uh, another. We talked about my friend Ruslan from Ukraine who has his shop in town and a number of shops, as he told us last Friday night, uh, around the country now and there's another one opened up it's just, uh, I just like this story for, for one particular reason and it's Ronan McGreevy writing in the Irish Times today about uh, a, a shop that started openly started above a copy, coffee shop in Sandy Cove in, in Dublin and they've relocated to a new shop in Dunleary which has been donated free of charge Dunn's provided hangers and rails and local electrician electrician worked free of charge to ensure it opened on time. But really it came from the idea of three Russian friends. And I think that's what makes it very meaningful. Um, Oksana Krosin, Krosin, she's been living here for two decades. But they said they're gonna, that they could have stayed at home and cursed the Russians' invasion, Russia's invasion of her father's home country. But they instead decided to do something about it. And she said some might assume that Russians share a common guilt about what is happening, but half of her relatives, as she says, are Ukrainian. We're all heartbroken, she says in this piece. It's left us burning inside. It's extremely sad. It's like an aggression from the 20th century. So they got together and they opened this shop, which is now there, and they're still looking for donations. So if you do live in, near, or around that part of the world, and go to the shop, they're looking for... Uh, casual clothes uh, such as hoodies and t-shirts and as I know from uh, Ruslan the shop in Ukraine if you are doing your shopping and you're in a position to pick up a, a voucher or token of some sort drop it into them and that would be even more practical because then people from Ukraine can just say well great well I'll take this voucher and get whatever clothes I need rather than trying to pick a size from the place itself so I think that's great. I'll, I'll, I'll drop in there myself at some point if I can and uh, make a donation. So that's uh, not too far from where I live. So that's good news. Um, do I want to work out today? Should I go to the gym? Should I take a class? Do I have time to work out? These are the questions, uh, many of which you find yourself going, well, should I, I, I should go to the shop or should I walk in? The... And chances are you may be experiencing decision fatigue. This is a new thing now. Um, decision fatigue is when it feels overwhelming to be faced with decisions regardless of how large or small they are. Over the past couple of years for example we've been told yeah, or, are you, or you find yourself asking the question do I need to wear a mask um, or you don't need to wear a mask and uh, what type of mask should I wear and uh, it's it's just constant and it's confusing and as the researchers here on this um, report says trying to reconcile all of this takes a substantial amount of effort uh, that uh, which then makes it harder to handle other kinds of decisions. 
uh, when you experience decision fatigue, it can impair your judgment and encourage you to make a decision in haste or avoid decision making altogether. Procrastination, really, isn't it? Remember that. What do you want? Procrastination. When do you want it? Uh, I don't know. Um, okay, 51551 is the text number. Um, there's a lot of pieces today around the place about what Netflix, because Netflix are in a little bit of bother because people are switching off because it's just they're down. They're watching their budgets and they, they feel that it might be just one too much. Not just Netflix, I should say, just all the down the streaming services. And a lot of people say, what should they do? Um, and, you know, the suggestions among the, the other suggestions they make is quality over quantity sometimes there's just so much junk there you're going well I don't, I don't how do you break through and then every now and again something jumps out and one of them that's doing the rounds is Anatomy of a Scandal which I think I spoke about that book some years ago on the programme uh, which I quite enjoyed no I did, did enjoy and now they've done the TV series with Sienna Miller who's got to watch the first episode last night Sienna Miller is very good Rupert Friend is good um, and then there's a cast of characters who are grand. So what did I think? I, I, it's it's a good story. It's easy, bit hammy, but it it it'll get you by. How about that? But that's not good. Now you want better than that, don't you? You want kind of something that you can't wait to watch another episode of. But that's why Slow Horses is pretty close to that. But every now and again, like Succession is the one that that is probably one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. I wish there was more of that stuff. And then I watched a, a documentary recently called The House of Maxwell about Robert Maxwell and his Shakespearean life um, and that then he fell off the boat or jumped off the boat, whatever you decided yourself, um, robbed loads of money, was living essentially a big financial lie, left that all to his kids to deal with. And uh, then his daughter fled to New York and found a new life there with her new best friend, Jeffrey Epstein, and we know where that all ended up. So it is a spectacular program. Sometimes when you get stories like that, you don't need a really good <laughs> series because that is a box set, as we used to say, in itself, because sometimes uh, truth is stranger than fiction and on it goes. John, Tom Grennan, lovely fellow, was on with us on the late, late uh, last year. Um, hope he's okay. Just sending him all our best wishes because he has great Irish connections. He's a singer from the UK. Uh, with uh, strong, as I say, Irish links. Uh, I had to postpone a US show after he was robbed outside a bar in New York City uh, yesterday, uh, late in the early hours. He's 26, uh, unprovoked attack after a show in Manhattan. Ruptured ear and torn eardrum. Not good for a young singer like that, but he's in good spirits. Uh, needs to recuperate. Um, they had to cancel the show, um, but they'll hopefully be up and running again. So I wish him well. Um, as I say, very nice fella. Um, I was trying to remember the name of the word. It's a very unusual word. Never heard of it before. Um, which is, you know, when the rain comes after a dry season or a dry spell, and for whatever reason, the ground smells weird, but it's kind of nice. That 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 word, um, and it is the word is petrichor, p e t r i c h o r, um, and it is it describes the earthy smell from rain after a dry spell. And it comes from, I'm reading this piece today, it comes from the Greek Petra, meaning stone, and Ikor, the name in Greek mythology for the ethereal blood of the gods. So it's quite a, quite a, quite a, a grand, uh, highfalutin word for what I thought was a pretty ordinary experience in, in terms of the olfactory senses. But yeah, this is the sense called Petrichor. 
It's the heavenly fragrance. Well, the heavenly fragrance of rain after dry spell is thanks to a substance called geosmin. And that is made by bacteria called streptomyces living in the soil. But the scent is also called petrichor. So let's just go with petrichor for the moment because it's just a bit too complicated. But there's also a contribution from oils oozing out of plant roots during dry periods. And these oily substances help to stop the plant roots growing and seeds from germinating. Both useful strategies for plants trying to conserve their water supply. I have no idea what I just read out there, but the uh, botanists and geologists among you will be going, he, it's exactly right. Whatever you said is true. Uh, Catherine says, not sure whether you watched it yet, but I watched the first episode last night and sadly, uh, Coogan's new, Steve Coogan's new show, Chivalry, not so good. That zero laughs. I'm sorry to hear that because I recorded it and um, the word on the street is very good. So I'll reserve judgment, obviously, until I've seen it. Um, it depends who you talk to. Also, comedy, you know, you might find a gas and you obviously didn't like it. I could watch it and say, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen. It's so particular to the person you know, watching it. And I was talking to about this uh, with friends recently and, and um, they were pointing out that comedy is funnier when you're with other people. It, it's, it, it, there's that uh, joint sense of uh, communal hilarity. If you're watching comedy on your own, you tend not to burst out laughing necessarily. But it's something that that often happens in the mod, the modern workplace when somebody bursts out laughing at their computer and maybe keeps laughing because they have their headphones on. And you say, "What? Yeah, now and I need to see it. I need to see it." And then you walk around. This happens every day. You walk over right into their desk, stand at their shoulder, and they try to play it, and they'll never play again because you're watching over their shoulder for whatever reason. The technology refuses to play ball. It just it won't work. You have to walk away, and then it starts playing again, and this repeats. And then your day is over and you go home and you watch Chivalry starring Steve Coogan. Stephen King uh, decided to tell people uh, he has a lot of followers on Twitter. He has 6.6 million followers on Twitter. And he decided to tell them about a recipe for one of his favourite recipes, something you might like to uh, to cook at home and try yourself. And uh, they're calling it, uh, the Huffington Post are calling it Stephen King's recipe his scariest work yet because it's so disgusting. And what he's suggesting you do is, now, I'm, uh, I'm not a fan of seafood, but Stephen King has suggested the following. Get a nice salmon fillet at the supermarket, not too big. Put some olive oil and lemon juice on it. So far, so good. We're all we're good with the lemon. The, the lemon yeah. Wrap it in damp paper towels. Okay, if you wish. And then nuke it in the microwave for three minutes. <laughs> Eat it. Maybe add a salad. That is Stephen King's uh, guide to fruit de mer, uh, de la mer, um, and the nightmare, actually, in this case. The smell, as somebody says in response to a suggestion, the smell of microwaved fish is more horrifying than anything you have penned, Stephen. And I say this as an admirer who can barely watch a trailer or see a book jacket with your name on it without getting... Next level scared. And he said, well, look, don't knock it till you try it, you know, but but still it sounds so repulsive and it brings us to the, does it not, the communal, um, uh, the communal microwave in, in the office space when somebody comes in with last night's fish dish, nukes it, to use the kingism, uh, and then the rest of the day, everyone kind of looking suspiciously at everyone else wondering, was that you? Was that you? Could you please, can we, should have an examination of the Tupperware then at about 2.30 just to see who the guilty party might be. 
Uh, it's it's particularly gross. Okay, uh, five one five five one is the text number. We're going to start today with what I think could be categorised as a little uh, northern soul. This is Spanky Wilson, and I love what she does with this song. Wilson of all the names uh, but I started listening to a lot of her only this morning and thinking this is good stuff so if uh, that's my weekend sorted out that's Sunshine of Your Love at 9.23 uh, talking about Steve Coogan John says uh, uh, Sienna Miller as you've just mentioned her as well yeah she's actually very good in Anatomy of a Scandal did you see Steve's show Chivalry on Channel 4 again I say <laughs> no I've recorded it I'll see it over the weekend and now I'm standing up I haven't seen it yet. Uh, two episodes uh <laughs> Last night, he's playing a Hollywood producer who's quite sexist and dealing with all the problems with dealing with the women around him on the set. It's very good. And Sienna Miller playing an actress is great. It's uh, rude, though, not for granny, says John. Now, don't be grannyist, John. Granny might find it very, very funny. Uh, Deirdre says, uh, I watch Dave Allen very often on my own as my husband doesn't understand him. What is he? Is why wouldn't he understand Dave Allen's? Is probably the funniest man that ever was created in this on this island. Anyway, I roar with laughter even at shows I've already seen. He's a genius. You've just made me want to watch load of Dave Allen this weekend too. Um, there will be nobody, Ryan, bringing in leftover fish for lunch in your office anytime soon. Well, sing hallelujah, people, because that is a great result for everyone, and you're welcome, colleagues. Um, there's only going to be one out of. How many people are upstairs these days? <laughs> One out of 20 um, who will... <laughs> that's only about 20 people, sir. Uh, who will uh, be there. And be very easy to find um, the warmed up, last night's warmed up fish Tupperware person. Easy. In fact, it got so bad among among us that uh, one person, whose name shall be mentioned um, off air, put a picture up at the microwave saying, Stop bringing in fish dishes uh, with a picture of a fish saying it's not fair on everyone else or words to that effect. It actually involved much stronger words but <clears throat> you know we don't need to do that here. So people just uh, aren't into it. I mean food uh, food neurosis is it, I, I know somebody who's, who's actually when, when they see me coming will, will put food uh, at their desk will put food down in case I'm judging them I said what how has it come to this I don't care come on they look going no I'm waiting until you're gone so somebody else actually upstairs <laughs> puts says uh, when are you going down to do the show I said I'm going down in a minute he said alright why I said why are you so he said I'm just I just want to eat my sandwich and I'm just waiting for you to go I said why well, hang on why I need to. I need to, to 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 get to the bottom of this because I'm the problem here. Sunshine of your love, brilliant version. I'd say Clapton wished uh, he'd tried that. Says Alison. Yeah, it's a it's a great version. And uh, as a golfer, says the text. I have seen crows open the zip on a golf bag. We yeah, take out a snack bar, fly thirty meters away, hack the bar open with their beak, and enjoy without fear from a short distance. They they are they are remarkable. In fairness. Uh, don't forget the wonderful Michelle Dockery in Anatomy of a Scandal. Uh, of course, thank you, Damon, Lady Mary in Downton Abbey. She is she's a striking actress and uh, she's uh, she's good in it. Very good. Um, thank you for that. 
And another says, like the Eskimos and their many words for snow, there are many, 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 many words for rain. Oscar Hilga, isn't that a man can began? Uh, came out with a great book um, with uh, featuring the etymology of all these wor- of words and um, the the amount of uh, Irish translations that are av- available for for what you would think were pretty straightforward words, but they're not. And it's very beautiful, actually. It's a beautiful book, uh, which I bought last Christmas, if I'm not mistaken. Um, normal people. Conversations with friends. It's not coming out in the next couple of weeks. There'll be. I remember I went down to get the dart into town one night and they were filming it um, uh, last year. Lenny Abrahamson and the crew were uh, working away at the at the station I was going down to. Um, so I know that's um, that's coming to pass quite soon. So we'll be we're, no doubt we'll be watching that and talking about that. And I don't think probably in, in as frenzied a way as normal people because that was lockdown crazy as well. Uh, but this is um, the next one. But anyway, back to normal people. Um, Sally Rooney's remarkably successful book is one of 58 books which has been banned in a county in Florida because the governor of Florida is a guy who would be uh, Trumpite and certainly somebody who, Ron DeSantis is uh, somebody who Trump now has, I think, taken to not mentioning on the basis that he's a mild threat uh, and may run for the presidency next time round. He would be, he would have a particular take on the vaccine, if you know what I'm saying. And um, he's now uh, kind of backing this whole thing. It, it it allows school workers to remove books which they feel are unsuitable for younger readers. Which, you know, I think <laughs> normal people would fall under a certain uh, category for, in terms of age wise. Uh, to an extent, but that's a different conversation because the new law also requires individuals involved in selecting library materials to complete specified training. And the law has also seen certain mathematics textbooks removed from schools that included reference to critical race theory. Now, that's there. there's the rub. Um, this is critical race theory, as you, as you probably know, it's an academic theory which states that uh, U.S. social institutions are laced with racism embedded in laws, and this is a part of what are called the culture wars now in in the states. So this and the book banning is is, is part of that. Lots of the books are deal with LGBT plus uh, themes, and again, this is more of it. And there's a lot of a lot of dog whistling going on there. Um, that's that's a nuanced story that one. But I just say, as I say, uh, Sally Rooney's book. In the caught in the in the cultural crossfire there, in Florida, in the United States, so God bless America, God help America. Don't forget, uh, uh, sorry, forget Spanky. No, I can't forget Spanky Wilson. She's great. Um, uh, listen to Big Mama Thornton says that. I, do you know what? Big Mama Thornton, great. I love your recommendations. Thanks. That's perfect. Uh, to, uh, noted. Dave Allen explaining time to his child. Is so funny. It's a can we can we have we might have a little look at uh, have a listen to that. That sounds funny. You can't have enough Dave Allen's Friday. That could be fun. I'd love that. Anatomy of Scandal is excellent. Says Gene O'Man. I couldn't stop watching it. Continue and see what you think. I will. I'll definitely continue. Um, it is good. But as I say, I've read the book, so I feel I know kind of what's coming down the tracks. But yeah, it's good. It's fun. It's a nice. Uh, it's a nice distraction, is it not? At nine thirty, let's uh, take a break. The Ryan Tuberty Show on RTE Radio 1. Yeah. 
Okay, at four minutes to ten o'clock. <laughs> the things you see and the things you hear, lovely piece. Uh, just love uh, people. Love Jamie. Jamie, a, t- a talented, humble guy, says Kay. A beautiful piece of music. Here in the sunshine, listening to it. It's mesmerising. Yeah, well, Spotify it out. It's called Solace. It's by Jamie Duffy. It's doing... Um, He's getting half a million downloads a month in Ireland alone and it's going all over the world. People are all um, loving it. Yeah, and it is, that, that sort of music travels. That, that does not know borders. And that's why there are people in Mariupol, of all places, getting in touch with him saying thank you. Imagine that music can have that effect. It's extraordinary. Uh, to all of you, uh, hello to all of you. What a piece of music. I think music with no words has the most meaning. It can um, on a given day. Yeah, for sure. Um, listening to that beautiful piece of music, Solace with my 20-year-old daughter who also plays trad fiddle. We're at the GP and she said, oh my God, he's the same age as me. And it is e- extraordinary that uh, one so young can have such talent and uh, that's just the beginning. But you know what? Your 20-year-old daughter, she's playing the trad fiddle. That's no mean feat either. That's a lot more trad fiddle than I'll ever play. So fair play. Fair play all round. Okay, we do have another break to take before we say Goodbye. The Ryan Tuberty Show on RTE Radio 1 with Elevon Merchant Services. Keep your business growing with support whenever you need it. What happened at the climate event? Did you catch the score from Croke Park? How much has petrol gone up by this week? Google helps you find the news that matters most to you. Whether you are looking for news from international publications or your local paper, we help you find a variety of reliable sources. Learn how news works on Google at g.co slash news Ireland. In changing times, you need the right support to take the next step in building your business. Foley's Cafe. At Bank of Ireland, we're here to support the financial well-being of your business as it grows with faster, easier loan applications and dedicated business teams when you need them. Hello, Foley's Coffee Roasters. Search Bank of Ireland Business. Bank of Ireland. Begin. Lending criteria, terms and conditions apply. Over 18s only. Bank of Ireland is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. RTE Radio 1 Ed Sheeran returns with his spectacular In The Round Show Croke Park, Dublin, April 24th and Parky Cueve, Cork, Friday, April 29th Extra tickets available now Presented by Aiken Promotions Music updates on RTE Radio 1. There is a place with a proud history of helping others. A place that refuses to look the other way. Today, Ukraine needs help. And that place is ready. To welcome the Ukrainian people with open arms. To support those who have to stay behind. And there's a place to do it all. Irelandforukraine.ie A united response from Irish media organisations in support of charities that can make a difference. Both here and in Ukraine. Donate now at irelandforukraine.ie Joe says, uh, crows can be funny and clever. We had a crow in our backyard years ago that barked back at the dog. I, I'm not going to lie, during the outbreak I tried doing an impersonation of a crow, a crow barking and it didn't really work out, so I'm not going to share it with you. So 51551, a great text. Thank you, Jamie Duffy. Sharon says, youth, sincerity, love for your granny and outstandingly talented too. You've given us all a lift this morning. Well done. Here, here to that. Listen, we'll see you on the Late Late Show tonight for sure, if not back here Monday morning, 9am. Stay tuned for Philip Boucher Hayes. Mind yourselves and see you next time. The Ryan Tuberty Show. 
Listen back on the RTE Radio Player. <laughs>